Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli, and this is The Week in Doubt, a podcast for atheists, agnostics, and of course, whoever. And I'm not sure what number episode this is. This is just going to be a, a brief little episode to kind of catch you guys up on what I'm doing. And I wanted to make sure I got something out uh, for you guys this week. And I'll probably cover, quickly cover one little fun news story. So my original plan was to have a audio documentary on notorious British occultist Alistair Crowley ready to go for today. Uh, I thought to myself, it'll be a quick little audio doc. I'll, I'll just, you know, give kind of a brief timeline uh, of his life and exploits, etc. And it ended up being far more involved than I predicted. So I've had an interest in Crowley for years, and there's a number of documentaries on his life that I've watched repeatedly. So I went back and watched those documentaries. I researched him online, um, and I thought to myself, in a way to kind of differentiate myself from the, or my work from the other pieces that have been done on Crowley, I didn't want to feel like I was just copying what's already been done. I, I wanted to see what he had to really say about himself. So I decided to read uh, The Confessions of Aleister Crowley, an autobiography he wrote. And, well, who else would have written an autobiography on him? And uh, it ended up being about 700 pages long. I'm only about halfway through. <sighs> and so... Every documentary I watched, everything I researched online, I have separate notes on all of that stuff. And my next step is this week, I'm going to try to gather and harmonize all those notes. And then, uh, while I'm at it, also, you know, check how his uh, autobiography stacks up against accusations and... Uh, stories um, regarding him, etc. And then I'm going to start writing the, the actual script. Uh, hopefully, I'll be ready to go by uh, next weekend. Uh, I, I can't guarantee it. Um, you know, I have a full-time job, but often I'll work on the show during my lunch break and at night, so we'll see how far I get. And I know Crowley is a very divisive figure. Um, there are occult enthusiasts who admire him. Uh, some people see him as a kind of genius. Uh, others see him as a charlatan or whatever. Um, and then there's Christians, uh, even, you know, kind of right-wing conspiracy types who view him as this kind of ultimate boogeyman, this loathsome satanic figure that, you know, you shouldn't go near with a 10-foot pole. And as I hope is the case with all the documentaries I do, um, my goal is to be objective and give a, a truthful account or picture. Um, I'm not going to diminish his charisma, his prodigious intellect, but at the same time, I'm not going to downplay his cruelty, his penchant for using 
and manipulating and abandoning others. So uh, hopefully it does come out as, you know, just a really detailed, thoroughly researched, objective look at the man and his exploits. So I'm recording in GarageBand today, but I might switch over to a screen capture tool just for two little quick uh, video clips uh, I'm going to react to for the YouTube version. And of course, you audio listeners will, will hear the audio of that. And uh, that reminds me of something I just wanted to mention, kind of funny in passing. I mentioned this in the last Patreon bonus show. So I always find stuff that bothers me after the fact when I listen back to an episode. I'm never 100% happy with anything I record. And uh, I was listening back to that Alex Jones slash Joe Rogan episode I released last week. And during the por and I heard some complaints from listeners too, during the portions where I'm reacting to the Alex Jones clips, it sounds like Alex Jones is kind of, you know, far away, the volume's a lot lower. And that was after me increasing the volume to like 400% in iMovie. And on top of that, because I wanted you guys to hear me actually react in the moment to the clips, I had to record the clips, you know, through my system uh, audio or whatever, and well, simultaneously recording myself reacting to them. And so it was kind of creepy, but I was joking about it. Like, you can hear my respiration. You can hear all my inhales and exhales. And it sounds real creepy, like I'm standing behind someone with uh, piano wire or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and the volume sounds way lower on the original clip than it does on my, you know, my recording of myself. So apologies for that. Hopefully we won't have that same problem with these couple of clips I'm about to record. So here's a little clip I discovered through the Drunken Peasants. It's a right-wing watch clip of a right-wing kind of fundy uh, Rick Wiles talking about Mark of the Beast technology and cell phones. Here we go. We are blowing the whistle on what the mobile phone industry is doing. I'm telling you, they're setting up the Mark of the Beast system, and you need to be <laughs> alarmed. You need to, you need to tell your phone company that you are going to resist it unto death. You have to resist it unto death. You have to do this. This, this, there is no choice in this. There. Well, obviously, I don't believe any of this. But just for the sake of argument, how would he even know that phone companies are setting up some quote-unquote mark of the beast system? Remember how it was before cell phones, probably a little before cell phones, they used to talk about how we're all going to have microchips under our hand, you know, under our skin on our hands. And that was going to be the mark of the beast because the mark of the beast is traditionally either supposed to be on our foreheads or our right hands or something like that, right? And the mark of the beast, 666, I believe... Uh, biblical scholars believe that was supposed to be a veiled allusion to the Roman emperor Nero, uh, because I think both Hebrew and Greek, you know, the, the New Testament was primarily written in Greek. Uh, the letters have numerical significance as well. And when you translate Nero Caesar, to its numerical value, it's 666 or, or something like that. That's the way I used to uh, hear it explained in, um, in documentaries, etc. And once again, the book of Revelation, I think it's a book that 
some scholars argue only made it into the New Testament um, due to a case of mistaken identity. That, that This is one theory anyway. I, I think some scholars do reject it, but I think this is a popular theory that when the Bible is being compiled, people thought that Revelation was written by the Apostle John, but in actuality, it was written by an exile living on the island of Patmos, uh, a, a guy who came to be known appropriately enough as John of Patmos. And, um, and compared to some of the other books in the New Testament, just a very lurid, very kind of over-the-top book uh, full of wild imagery, etc. Um, so yeah, if, if that theory is correct, Revelation in the first place may only be in the Bible because of a case of mistaken identity. And I don't think the average Christian knows any of this. And when they hear about 666, the mark of the beast, they don't think about ancient Rome and ancient politics. Uh, they're thinking about Satan with the horns and bat wings trying to bring about a fiery end of the world or something. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway. There's no gray area. This isn't like, well, I don't, if I don't feel, no, this is, this is life or death. You have life to or resist death. it. Anybody who receives the mark of the beast shall be cast into the lake of fire. You need to contact your phone company and say, I know what you're up to. I know where you're taking us. Lake of fire might not be, you ever get like a really bad itch where you can't sleep? Maybe a lake of fire might be like preparation H, you know? But look at this. Jesus, man. For those people watching, no pun intended, for you people watching the YouTube version, this guy on the left, he's just like hankering for the mic. He's like, come on. He's going, come on. He's signaling for the mic to be passed. He's just, he's just champing, not chomping right at the bit. Then this guy in the middle, as the drunken peasants pointed out, looks like uh, Gavin McGinnis or whatever. He looks like this stereotypical hipster dude. Unbelievable. This whole scene is just very strange. And I am going to resist with all my might. I will not go there. If you think you're going to drag me into that type of, of world, that we're going to have a cashless system, that you're going to microchip us, that you're going to transfer payments through our phone by the contact of a microchip in my skin, I'll tell oh, Okay, so they haven't totally given up on the skin thing yet. Um, yet... God, once again, no pun intended, forbid that uh, shopping or paying bills or whatever it is might be more convenient and we we shift away from cash to a certain extent, if not altogether. Definitely uh, the, the devil's afoot, you know. It, it couldn't be that just technology is getting better and things are getting more convenient. You Where you can put your microchip. And you need to Up be your ass. real blunt with the right? phone companies. Folks, this is... This is no laughing matter. I believe that Lucifer is preparing to re-enter the world stage again. That once again, he will dominate this world. He is... I thought he already dominated this world, don't they? Well, he actually might... I think he... <laughs> I might have been uh, a little too quick to the punch there. I, I believe he does refer to Lucifer as the prince of this world. I'm like, according to Christians, isn't Lucifer always trying to mess with people? Just the God of this world. The he God is of this the world. The one that this world is looking to. And we saw today, we heard people talking about their desire to see blood. We, we saw them. We, 
the people that were there, they're godless, they're Luciferian, they're devil worshipers, and they are waiting for this Luciferian, demonic, satanic empire to rise up. Now, he doesn't tell us who, but who are these people who are, you know, waiting for blood or whatever, said they wanted to see blood? The average person, I, I think, you know, is, uh, most people are relatively decent and they try to avoid violence if they can. Uh, he's painting this picture of that the whole world's just waiting for, for blood and Lucifer and the, some satanic empire, okay? And they're going to make war against the saints. They're going to make war against the one holy Catholic and apostolic church of God. They're coming after every believer. And you're oh, so that Rick Wilds is Catholic? I didn't know that. A lot of these, like a lot of right-wing evangelical types uh, aren't too fond of Catholics, but it, it sounds like he may be a Catholic. Your phone company is involved in this. There's that macabre jingle. Is that an oxymoron, macabre jingle? Anyway, uh, <laughs> probably not technically. Just sounds that way. Um, so the drunken peasants actually took Rick Wiles up on his challenge that, you know, you should contact your phone companies. So I'm going to play this quick little clip. This is actually pretty funny. Thank you for calling. This is Amanda. May I have your name, please? Yeah, Amanda, this is Billy. I have some suspicious activity on my line. Um, I was watching uh, True News with Rick Wiles. He's a journalist. And he said that the telephone companies are putting um, the mark of the beast in my cell phone. I, I believe it has something to do with, I don't know, like a microchip uh, carrier that will follow me around uh, with the Mark of the Beast. He says he didn't say particularly which cell phone companies did it, but I wanted to call and I guess is, is Mark of the Beast uh, something you offer? No, sir. That's not anything that Verizon Wireless offers. How can um, you? How can you? Prove I did that? not get an account for you. <clears throat> he said it was like a nefarious thing, like it was like the, the a satanic connection. Can you prove that you you don't have the mark of the beast uh, on your your plan? I get a lot of extra like charges on my <laughs> phone uh, bill every month, and there's like uh, d different taxes and stuff. I don't know if one of those happens to be like a mark of the beast surcharge <laughs> under a different name. No, Verizon Wireless doesn't do any of that. We would charge you for your Verizon Wireless surcharges and your taxes and governmental state charges. You, you sound like a good Christian woman. Is is that safe to say? Absolutely. Thank God. Would it be too much to ask to, to do a prayer? No, not at all. We could totally do that. Okay, okay. You want to lead? If you, I'll let you lead if you don't mind. Okay, um... Dear God, uh, thank you for giving me Verizon, uh, the Mark of the Beast free platform. And see, what was your name again? Amanda. 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 Thank you for giving me Amanda, who is a good, honest Christian, and offers me the the the, the Mark of the Beast free cell phone plan, uh, and offers me her <laughs> good word that this Verizon plan will be with me at all times. Four G through 5G, through eternity. Uh, <laughs> dear Lord, uh, I want you to bless Amanda and Verizon um, and bless um, my family and her family. And uh, is there anything you want to add in, Amanda? I, you're doing a great job, Billy. Okay. And, uh, and, um, and, and uh, if, if you could, God, 
try and smite the other platforms that might have Mark of the Beast technology. I don't know which ones they are, but I just am glad I have a good God-fearing cell phone plan. Uh, is there 5G yet? Is there 5G access? Not not for mobile phones. It's coming, though, okay. in the middle of the year. <clears throat> I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little worried what happens after 5G. <laughs> like, 6G is a little too close to the 666. And I'm, just, I'm, a li- I'm a little worried about it. Uh, do you watch True yeah, News? I, hey, I can understand. Yeah. I have not watched True News. Yeah, True I News. I haven't heard of that. It was Rick Wiles, and he had a couple other gentlemen with him, and they were holding their uh, their microphone. It said True News on it, I remember, because it's true. You know, they spelled it. They spelled it a T R U though, which isn't exactly the way you spell true. But I still, I still believe it. And okay, with that, I guess I'll call it a wrap. Uh, God bless uh, Amanda and Verizon. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to have that Alistair Crowley doc ready for you guys by next week. We'll see what happens. I'll try my hardest. All right, brothers and sisters, um, you know, drill Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, if you want to help the show out monetarily. You can do so via the Patreon page, patreon.com slash theweekendout. Or you can use the PayPal widget at the bottom of the Podbean page. There's all that alliteration. Okay, uh, until next time.